0: Now once again, here's Mark.
2: Well, welcome back everybody.
1: Four minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock, six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. Six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. Autodynamics is in Sun City. Chuck and I have been friends since nineteen sixty-eight. He owned a gas station I used to work at. Chuck has now got Derek running autodynamics in Sun City like I said, they've been around for a very long time. They do good work. And Derek is a really good kid. I call him a kid. He's got a, he's a hu- husband and a, he's got a family, but to me, he's a kid. Yeah. Anyway, he, his staff, he's decided that his staff and mechanics won't be paid a commission or a percentage of your repair bill. And that ensures that they won't sell unnecessary parts or repairs to you. That's an unusual focus. And we're all sitting back to see how that works out. But anyway, if you in Sun City. The best shop in Sun City, as far as I'm concerned, is Autodynamics, the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. Robert, good morning.
3: Good morning. Thanks for taking my call. I have a 2013 Kia Soul, and I would like to put a backup camera on it. Uh, And I was reading on the internet, there's Wired systems and wireless systems, which one
1: is best? I think I think it's easier to diagnose the wireless systems. I think they're going to be a lot less money, and they're going to be a whole lot less installation. I think what's more important than anything else, um, Robert, if I were you, is I'd get the biggest screen I could get. So if the screen on your backup camera, the one you're looking at is the size of a cigarette pack, I would think you want something as big as the new Apple phone or something like that. Something that's kind of big. Now you're right, you're probably going to plug the screen into uh, the cigarette lighter or something like that, I'm guessing now. And as far as the backup camera in the back, it's going to be wireless and I think you'll have batteries in it. But I can tell you that we've had customers with those and they've been happy. I think we've installed a couple of those, but I'm, I'm just using a global kind of a viewpoint because I don't really know what y- you're going to end up with. But the bigger screen is the better. And the wireless ones work really, really well.
3: How about the uh, wireless on the uh, rear view mirror?
1: Um, th- there's nothing wrong with that. Don't you have to change the rear view mirror as well because it has like a television screen on the far right?
3: Well, I, I'm not that far into it. Okay. I just see the, the ads on the internet for they have the clip-on or something screens that go over the, the okay. rearview mirror.
1: Okay, I know what you're talking about. Um, your eyes are typically at the rearview mirror when you're backing up so they're going to allow the screen to clip onto your rearview mirror so your eyes can move up or down so if you want to look at your mirror you look up and just another inch or two down below that there's going to be another screen that's from your backup camera Mm -hmm. that's kind of nice because your head's not swiveling back and forth so if you've got the screen in the center of the dash for the backup camera and you're looking at the rearview mirror that that just creates a perception problem so I'm going to vote that the one that clips onto your rearview mirror might be the very best thing okay
3: why why do they offer 70 foot 200 foot and all that Well, what doesn't it transmit in certain areas
1: um well you mean the advertising for the wireless systems say that they can be 30 40 50 60 feet apart yeah Okay, well, a motorhome, a forty-foot motorhome, would take advantage oh, I of that.
3: See. Yeah, and nothing, okay. something
1: else too. You can put it on your, your truck window or your truck rearview mirror, and you can have a truck that's twenty feet long. and Then you can have a trailer behind it that's thirty-five feet long. So you might want oh, to put okay. the backup camera at the back of your trailer, so when your wife's riding on the rear bumper, she can tell you when to stop. <laughs> so
4: we wouldn't have to do that then. No, <laughs> nice.
3: You have a name of uh any uh, who does this stuff?
1: Oh, uh, that's easy. What part Morning of town do you there. live in? Okay, what part of town uh, are you uh, in?
3: Near Payman Camelback.
1: Okay, I'd probably come south and go to um, Bell Automotive at the One O One and McDowell West on the north side of the road. Craig and Vicky Bell mm-hmm. run Bell B E L L Automotive, and on a one to ten scale, this for Craig is going to be a one to install this
3: okay. okay be no problem at
1: all okay all right thank you thank Robert. you much ah, thank you very much that's an interesting question yeah. there is lots of car stuff out there that can enhance your car yeah. one of the things that i saw on tv the other day was they were, the ford you push a button and it backs your boat down the ramp really yeah
4: that'd be nice
1: yeah, even I, mean, I
4: could do that.
1: <laughs> you and I have been to the lake so many times in our life with our yeah. kids and stuff. And we've seen people for the first time kind of back their boat. And even though there's the, the dock is three... The, the ramp is three lanes wide. They'll take up all three.
4: Right. That's the way I'd be because I do not back
1: well. Well, you know who backs well is Alan's wife, Heather, our son. Yeah,
4: she, she does.
1: She is unbelievable good. I know. But it's a matter of you turn the steering wheel opposite the way you want the back end of the trailer to go. Yeah. But this Ford thing is is... You push a button or something like that, and then it automatically backs you up in a straight line. See? That's a good thing about a Ford. Okay, let's pretend. The truck is pointing at 12 o'clock. Okay. The trailer's at 4 o'clock. Yeah. And how does it know which one of those three lanes you want to back that trailer in?
4: I I don't have to worry about that. They must have it figured out. And the other thing lately that we've heard about is those um, trucks that can see through the trailer or somehow something sees through the trailer. They have to so back many
1: cameras that look through the trailer.
4: How does that happen? I, I, I mean, don't. you'd have to put some, it seems like some type of remote, con- not a remote control, but like what he was talking about, wireless camera on the back of the trailer. I don't know. I don't get it.
1: Um, you know, I am the car guy, but you I don't appreciate it that you ask me questions and embarrass me like this cuz I don't know the answer <laughs> to that. I know. I don't know the answer and it's new technology. It is. And it doesn't it doesn't make me get into a lather. Mm -hmm. And so um, I don't know. But now that you've opened the door, someone will call 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960.
4: Maybe they have one.
1: And maybe they have one. And so the question is, is when you're driving down the road and the trailer behind you is 12 feet tall and 8 feet wide, how the heck can you see what's behind the trailer? Exactly. I don't get that. But I can tell you this much. Okay. Most of the time, in my opinion, okay. what they say on television is slightly different than the truth. Okay. Just slightly different. They kind of, and they have all these media people that spend their whole life writing this right? to just walk I mean, on the like, edge.
4: It looked like you can see right through the trailer.
1: Yeah. How can that be? I don't know. Maybe they have a medical x-ray machine Would on the look rear you look into that for <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> me? No, I won't. Because I don't care. Do you, I, I, it, which truck has it?
4: I have no idea. Okay. I can't even remember. I just remember.
1: I think being it's a Dodge. Amazed
4: by that. I, I uh, think
1: it's a Dodge. I'm I'm not quite sure. Okay. Anyway, I think people 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. You know how many times I almost gave my cell phone number? Yeah, I I've that? heard
4: you start before. Oh man, I, I tell you what. <laughs>
1: that's my, yeah. As you know, that is the the biggest secret I have in my life. Right. And even the people that have it still call me out for car questions of course the other day joe called me and he says hey my neighbor's sitting here and he has a question and i i wanted to use bad but i know he had on speakerphone sure but i was going to use lots of bad words
4: or they call you to make an appointment or something like that yeah.
1: but yeah so anyway, anyway um what was i going to talk about
4: <laughs> how you sometimes go to give your cell phone out when you give out the phone number for no the that's true show. but
1: before that okay it, it's people want to know what we drive okay you drive a ford yes to my tremendous heartburn dismay um alan drives a dodge Mm -hmm. but he also has a dodge caravan yes and then we have a dodge caravan um for our shuttle service Mm -hmm. um we have a ford diesel truck that we resurrected from the grave Mm -hmm. that's one of our shop trucks we have a chevrolet with 200 or three hundred thousand miles on it a little s10 truck for our parts department Mm -hmm. um we have some chevrolets we have a corvette and a Uh, Camaro. These are high-performance cars that we built for ourselves. Mm -hmm. The the Corvette's a twin-turbo LS6 motor. It's a 2006 LS6. Well, you actually built
4: it for somebody else, and then you decided you really needed it when it was too scary fast for him. That's exactly right. We
1: (laughs) built it for Ray, and then he says it's too scary fast, and we bought it back from him. You're Mm -hmm. absolutely right. Mm -hmm. And you didn't need to tell everybody that. Then the Camaro, we we bought a bunch of 2010s, and we put blowers on all of them. When we got down to the last two, do you remember what color were the last two? Well, yes, I do. Yellow and black and orange and black. That's what I think.
5: Oh,
4: ye- yes. I okay. thought you were saying black,
1: but... No. And then we let you and the other girl in our family, Andy, decide which one to keep. And I think you guys picked the orange and black one. But anyway, it has a blower. Now, both those cars, one's a 2006, one's a 2010, and they both have about 30,000 miles on them. So mm-hmm. it's not like we drop the wheels, drive the wheels off of them. No. But they are fun cars to drive. So what other cars, other than your Ford? That oh, and that Ford diesel that we bought with the motor that laid all over the highway. Mm-hmm. Um, those are the, really the only two Fords we have. But we have two Chrysler vans. We really like the Chrysler minivans. Mm-hmm. Um, Alan drives a Dodge. I drive a Dodge. Um, Andy drives an Explorer. An F car, yes. Yes, an F car. And uh, uh, her husband drives a Dodge. That's right. So those are the cars that we that we that we own. And I kind of like. Yeah, I wear a Yogi Bear mask when I drive Renee's Ford. I don't want anybody to know I'm driving her Ford. (laughs) I have a Yogi Bear mask with my glasses on the outside. Yeah. I'm just drawing a picture, okay? I'm just drawing a picture. But anyway, people do ask a lot of times, and I I like, and I think that's an important thing. People, I, I... I wish people would say, what kind of oil do you put in your car? Mm-hmm. What kind of tires do you have on your car? What kind of, do you love your wife? You hear me say this all the time. Yeah. You love your wife. What kind of what tires did you put on her car? So if I put, you know, toil premiums on my truck and I put rag tires made in Singapore on your car, then yeah. they get the message.
4: And you, you know, that just brings up a good point about the oil. It's like, I, people call to make an appointment for an oil change and they say, I need, uh, Synthetic and they've got a two thousand six Mazda. What I I mean they've been sold on this idea that they need to put synthetic in it, I think. And I, I don't know, that just kinda bothers me.
1: What bothers me more than that mm-hmm. is is that not too long ago, there was somebody who I know and I don't respect, mm-hmm. wrote on some public forum that you bring your car in, we're going to use the very best synthetic oil they make. Right. They're all the same. And we're going to have you come back every 5,000 miles so that we can check out your car and we'll give you a free inspection. Mm-hmm. And so every time you bring it in for an oil change at 5,000 miles, then you know we're going to use synthetic because that's the best. That wads up my underwear something fierce. Here's why, folks, real quick. There's three kinds of oil on the market today. There's conventional, which is the old-fashioned Fred Flintstone oil that really took from 2,000, I don't know, 5 and backwards, maybe even 2010 and backwards, conventional oil was the 3,000-mile oil change. Today, we know conventional will go 3 to 5. You don't want to take it past 5,000 miles, so 3 to 5. Then you got semi-synthetic, which is called blend now, no one knows if it's a 90-10 or a 50-50. They don't tell you. But the synthetic blend is half conventional, approximately, and half synthetic. That's from 5, from 7,500 to maybe, I don't know. Wait, it's 3 to 5, yeah. and then 5 to 7,500. That's it. Then synthetic is from 7,500 to 10,000 or 12,000. Depends on if you drive a Mercedes. Mm-hmm. And Mercedes doesn't even make their own oil anyway, but they tell everybody it's better than everybody else's. The idea behind this is, is each oil has its own interval. People in Awatuki that do business with us, Uh a lot of them drive 2,000 miles a year. We put conventional in it. Right. A lot of them, if you drive 10,000 miles a year, we'll put synthetic in it, then you get one oil change a year. But the idea to create the perception that we're going to put the most expensive oil in your car, but then we're going to drain it out at one-third of its expected life or Mm -hmm. one-fourth of its life, and that benefits you. Plus, you're going to get us to look your car over to make sure it's okay. This is called an RSC. Do you know what that stands for? Reoccurring Sales Opportunity. That's exactly right. Reoccurring Sales Opportunity. He's creating. He's selling synthetics. He's making a lot of money on that. Mm-hmm. Then he's bringing you in at 5,000 miles and giving you the perception that we're going to look your car over to make sure you're okay. That gives him a reoccurring sales opportunity. Right. He does nothing but trick his customers into believing this false sense of security because, number one, I'm going to put synthetic oil in your car, and number two, you bring it in on a regular basis, and I'm going to be able to know what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Folks, none of us have a crystal ball. None of us knows what's going to happen to your car tomorrow. None of us knows what's going to happen to our own car tomorrow, next week, next month, next year, unless it's really obvious. Right. So now you got me all wound up. My pan is your wadded up, and now we've got to take a break. We'll be back right after this.
2: Hello, I'm Greg May, owner of Phoenix Body Works. For 35 years, we've been demonstrating our workmanship, our honesty, our integrity, and our exceptional customer service. We are blessed to have so many repeat customers who refer their friends and family. We have ethical, loyal technicians who have been with us for years. They are iCar certified, which means they are up to date on the latest technology and techniques. So your repairs meet or exceed industry standards. Our technicians are truly part of our family. We are very capable of fixing your car. We pull off damaged parts. We pull your frame and body mounts back to where they should be. Then we install the new parts. We align both the front and rear end. Then your car is back to the way it was when new. Our customers come from all over the valley. I'm Greg May. Remember, it's your vehicle. You pick the shop, not the insurance company. Phoenix Body Works. We want to be your collision repair specialist. Call us, 623-582-1434. Monday through Friday, 9 to noon on Saturday.
0: Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow covers the current contemporary social issues in the light of our history to understand our yesterday to live fully today and tomorrow. Through intense research and study, our program shares the message that helps us think with a rational and critical mind. When we dwell in the past, we cannot live fully today. But when we forget history, we will be doomed to repeat it without being informed. Listen every Saturday at 5.30 p.m. to Yesterday, Today, and Tomorrow on six. 9- the patriot patriot app tip number six find the latest articles from town hall hot air or even the most recent posts from hugh hewitt mike gallagher dennis prager and more all on the patriot app news feed download the patriot app at your app store today
1: well welcome back everybody 21 minutes after the hour of eleven o'clock, six oh two, five oh eight, zero nine sixty. If you have a car question or a car problem, six oh two five oh eight zero nine sixty. Strictly diesel service and repair is at um I seventeen and Pinnacle Peak Road. I always that Pinnacle Peak Road gets me. Mm-hmm. All right, Dear Valley or Pinnacle Anyway, I seventeen and Pinnacle Peak Road, Nate owns Strictly Diesel Service and Repair and he knows more about diesels than I'll ever know in my whole life. He is just an extraordinary airy guy. Now, he, he'll take care of your diesel, but he'll also take care of the rest of your family cars. But if you have a diesel and nobody's been able to fix it, then you need to go to Strictly Diesel. He's a long way away if you're from coming from Channer, but he's worth it. Nate is an honest, good guy, and I respect him, and especially in the diesel market. So, again, if you have a diesel... Uh, diesel and, it, and I'm talking about foreign and domestic light duty diesel trucks which is up to a one ton but not the big semis and the freight liners and stuff like that then I-17 and Pinnacle Peak just north strictly diesel service and repair and it's a good guy okay I just got done telling everybody that, that uh, um, anyway I got an email right now it okay. says Mark I'm a long time customer that goes way back to my Clintock Guadalupe that's, ni- that's mid 80's mm-hmm. right? right okay I think you're fired up Alan, my son, did some work for me a long time ago. Um, I received a simple license plate backup camera for Christmas. It's a two-wire hookup, hot to reverse lights, and a ground. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, the camera's going to wake up when you go into reverse. That's a good idea. Okay. I have the ability to destroy the simplest of projects. (laughs) He's my kind of guy.
4: He's honest. He's honest. Yeah. Yeah. His
1: ability. Or his wife wrote this Mm, and she's putting that in for him. I need to get the installed in the next couple days, but I can't find anybody. And I have a rule that I don't ask friends. Some bad experiences have been that. Any suggestions who can do this? I posted an ad with no response so far. It's got to be a wireless. So he's firing up the camera. He's he's the camera is going to get power from the reverse light circuit. Okay. That means it's going to turn on the wireless part. Remember, I guessed that the camera has batteries right. and that the front plugs into a cigarette lighter or something like that.
4: So you were wrong?
1: I was wrong. <laughs> I w- 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 remember the Fonzarella? I was wrong. W- w- <laughs> Where would you
4: grab that wire?
1: Well, inside the trunk is going to be the reverse lights. And so what you're going to do is grab that, and you're probably going to bring it out underneath the trunk and up to whatever. Or they may have an adapter where you take the taillight lens off and the reverse bulb. They're going to put a new reverse, and it's going to have a circuit coming out of the back. There's a couple of different ways that can happen. This is really, at best, a 30-minute to install. Well, so don't I don't know say really. that
4: because it could be an hour or something. Well,
1: it depends on the wiring. Yeah, there if you somebody go. wants the wiring to be protected and blah 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 blah, and I want to go through the back of the taillight, yeah, it's going to be a little longer. Mm-hmm. But I think if you go through the trunk, come into the back of the taillight, you're home free. Okay. Anyway, so he brings up a good point. In his particular case, somebody got him for Christmas. The backup camera is plugged into the car, so it's going to be only talking to anybody when it's in reverse that's kind of cool the other thing is is maybe you'd like it also to be there all the time on all the time okay what could you do then i have no idea you could go into the taillight circuit because some you know that you could run with your headlights on all day long okay no one's going to care and you could go into the taillight circuit to liven up the camera so then at that point, you'd be, yelled- so if the person was tailgating you, you could see their license plate number if they're that close.
4: <laughs> Not the- if they're from Arizona, because we don't have front okay, license
1: plates. Mrs. <laughs> okay, Mrs. Smarty Pants, okay, but if the camera's aimed right... And they're not in your camera range, then you know they're not that close. You know, sometimes you look in the rearview mirror and you can't really judge how, whether they're sitting you on your rear bumper or they're not. Yes. So, anyway, thank you very much. His name's Robert. Okay. And, and he he's sent looking us,
4: for somebody to do it.
1: Yeah. So. And, Robert, if you're listening, I'm sure Alan can do this. This, this isn't yeah. a, a real big deal. And I'm betting we've probably installed one of these before. Mm. I I can't imagine that we haven't, especially because our son is one of those gizmo guys that does that. I think we heard the the air gun. Okay. Gil? I didn't hear it. I don't know if we did or not. Let's ask Gil.
4: He's on the phone.
1: Gil? Gil? no air gun okay gill says no air gun <laughs> 602-508-0960 if you have a car question 602-508-0960 and if you want to know any other personal issues about renee and i we're happy to share that with you no we're really um, we'll, not we'll, <laughs> 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 we'll tell you what kind of whiskey renee drinks oh, if stop. that's and,
4: and but you know they did have to replace my backup camera mine was a factory one and right. they did replace that and actually i think it's even better than the factory one was like uh, it That clarity is better.
1: Okay. In in your case, yours is a factory one, so that camera is only available at Ford. Right. And it was kind of expensive, but it was also kind of expensive to get to Mm -hmm. because we had to go take the the, the tailgate inside all apart to get the bolts loose to take the black thing out, Mm -hmm. and then you take the camera out, and then da 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 da. da. So that wasn't a 30 minute deal. Oh, no. That was a lot longer. What was the symptom on your camera?
4: I think it was just going
1: dart. Intermittent. I mean, intermittent. couldn't
4: see it. Yeah. yeah. Or intermittent. And I then I think what now.
1: Eddie did, you you had charged Eddie with responsibility, he, he's our shop foreman, mm-hmm. to make sure that, that it, it had what it needed. And he said to me, I'm thinking she said power and ground. And I said, I think you're right. Yeah. And so we looked at the reverse circuit and it had power and ground. And then um, we could actually kind of hit it and make it go in that's and out. That's exactly right. Yes, and I so, forgot
4: what was wrong with it.
1: And so, yes, we did replace the camera on your edge. And that's another good example of a Ford breaking down. How many miles do you have on that? 20? 20, 20,000? 20, 100. <laughs> <laughs> well, I did
4: go about 3,000 over. My oil change last time. I don't know what I was... Why don't we have I
1: synthetic w- in that?
4: I was looking at my sticker. Okay. I don't know, because right. that's not what I need.
1: And by the way, oil... On all the newer model cars for the last 10 years, the weight of oil is on the oil cap. Okay. Now, 020 is always a synthetic. They right. don't make a 020 in a conventional or semi-synthetic. But it, the default is is whatever it says on the oil cap of my engine is what I want you to put in. Right. Right. Now a ten thirty is probably not going to be on there, but these are car these are engines that are going to have a special oil or an expensive oil because the oil changes is, is long. So and
4: wh- besides that, I never check my oil, so I need them to do an oil change every five to seven thousand miles to check everything out. Too. And
1: folks, her, her hair is blonde too, so um, <laughs> that it kind of explains why she she's this co-owner of a garage and she admits uh, publicly that you never check the oil in your car. I
4: don't. No. Who does? <laughs> they do when I have my oil change. That's why I prefer semi synthetic.
1: Oh, a blend. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yep. Nevertheless, there are people that we have that we have on. We have them on an oil change interval, and most shops do this, not yeah. just us, uh, based on their miles. Sure. We've got, like I said before, we got people in awatuki Mountain Park Ranch area that do five thousand miles a year. They're in a blended oil. And and we change the oil before the summertime. Mm-hmm. So we ask them to come in um, April or May and let us let you go through the summer with fresh oil. Right. But then we're going to bring you back in April or May.
4: And even if you don't drive the minimum amount, it's better to change.
1: Right. Like st- once a year. Yep. Yeah. And, but that's a conventional oil if they're right. two or 3,000 exactly. miles. It's not So bad. we're going to tailor the oil and also the price. Mm-hmm. I mean, on a conventional oil change, it could be 40 plus or minus, Mm -hmm. and the semi-synthetic can be anywhere from 80 to 100. So there is a difference.
4: The semi-synthetic is is usually 45 to 55, somewhere in there, and then the synthetic is 75 to 85.
1: You know what? I gave them a range. We're not talking about our shop. You
4: said the wrong thing. You said said a semi-synthetic was... 75 to 85 or something like that okay. i'm just correcting you i take the show what i'm here for i,
1: I tape the show <laughs> we'll figure that out later on 602-508-0960 if you're a marriage counselor we can use that 602-508-0960
0: Hey, my name is Steve Woods, and I am hosting a show on 960 The Patriot called The Beacon. It's sponsored by Phoenix Christian, and it's a show where we look at how God uses the unexpected to do the unexplainable. Listen in on Sunday mornings from 9 a.m. to 10 o'clock on 960 The Patriot to The Beacon, and be encouraged, hear cool stories from amazing people of things that only God can do for His glory, for the sake of His kingdom, and for the encouragement of those who listen on the next episode of recipes for disaster
6: so we've got our neighbor paul coming over tonight for a barbecue which is why i prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade from my special collection of old family recipes to make sure the steaks are extra 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 tender i left them marinating out on the counter overnight just like nana used to
0: maria may mean well but without food safety it never ends well Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council.
5: This is Michael Medved at michaelmedved.com for Town Hall. The new year brings new questions about the Democratic Party and its impeachment obsession. After urgent demands for Trump's immediate removal, Democrats suddenly slowed down the impeachment process, delaying a Senate trial and hoping to stretch out that proceeding to the beginning of 2020's primary season. The Dems mean to focus relentlessly on Trump's alleged unfitness for office to keep attention away from their own radical agenda. They know public opinion may be closely divided. On the president himself, but big majorities oppose such democratic priorities as outlawing private health insurance, racial reparations for slavery, tax hikes, open borders, cancel college debt, and the job-killing Green New Deal. The Democrats know that if they make the election a referendum on Trump's polarizing personality, they could possibly win. But a pitch for votes based on their stridently progressive platform would lose in a landslide. I'm Michael Medved.
0: Sponsored by Alliance Defending Freedom.
5: Me. A cat moving in
4: with a new human. It took a little getting used to. She has these weird games she likes to play, like this giant feather. She sticks it in my face. I swat it away. She sticks it in my face. I swat it away. It's almost like she thinks I enjoy it. But seeing how much fun she gets out of it, well, I guess it makes it all worth it. Humans.
6: A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org.
1: 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, we're going to be here till 12. If you'd like to call us, 602 508 0960. 602 508 0960. We already talked about Tom Blackwell.
4: Yeah, we did. <sighs> he got you good.
1: Yeah, he did. He did. <laughs> Elmer,
4: we'll just call him Elmer. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna. Yeah. I'll change your
1: Elmer Fudd your, lives at Blackwell Automotive. That's right. And he he'll tell you he's the owner, but he really isn't because Polly is. Mm-hmm. So Polly actually runs that uh, the, that that insane asylum. But anyway, <laughs> Blackwell's at Forty Street, Green, Greenwood, Greenway. Greenway. I'm, try- I'm looking at something else. I know. Um, and he's a good guy, and we've known him for 20-plus years. Yep. And uh, he really knows cars. Um, he's a little bit of a tyrant. I don't know anybody else like him. <laughs> 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 but but um, those that are tyrants um, actually have a good handle on car repair. They do. So when In a technician starts shoveling the brown stuff around, they kind of know that that's what it is. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if you live up in the northeast Scottsdale area, then Tom Blackwell, Blackwell Automotive is the place that I would typically send you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Automatic Transmission Exchange is the transmission shop. It's the only one in Phoenix that I can tell you to go to. They've been around since 1968. Phil has been there since 1968. They're on 40th Street in Washington, the north side of the road. They're not necessarily centrally located, but they're worth the drive. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you don't want to go in on Monday morning or Friday afternoon and ask them to test drive your car because those are busy times for all of us. But if you call them and say, I'd like to stop by at 1 o'clock and I can demonstrate the problem. Boy, that's the keywords. I can demonstrate the problem. You're home free. Now, the best part about that is is typically that test drive is free. But those transmission guys can say, this isn't a transmission problem. This is an engine miss. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of tell that they've been around the block yes and they're almost always right because they have all kinds of shops and people bring a car in and they say no this is an engine miss mm-hmm. so those are the kinds of things and that's the reason why automatic transmission exchange ATE is, uh, is a good place
4: yeah we've got a lot a, a list on your on the website mm-hmm. best car repair shops in Phoenix and we
1: have body shops mm-hmm. um, we have mechanical shops we have transmission shops
4: Tire shop.
1: Tire. Do we have tire shops? Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. Now, Renee and I have settled the fight about the cost of semi of of some conventional oil, blended oil, semi synthetic, and synthetic. Go ahead and tell them. From a conventional oil point of view, give me the range. Usually
4: thirty-five to forty-five, somewhere in there.
1: Okay, that's five quarts and that's a right. filter. And the filter. Okay. A semi synthetic or blend.
4: Yeah, it just depends on how many quarts. But normally, five five quarts is $42 with tax, something like that. 40, let's just say 45 to 55, somewhere in there.
1: I agree, because we have to do a range. Exactly. Okay, and then semi synthetic or full synthetic is from 65 north.
4: Yeah, I'd say 75. Okay, 75 to 100. To 100.
1: Again, a five quart system. Correct. Okay. Yeah. It's also important to know that. Pretty much the oils are the same. We pour Chevron mm-hmm. because a couple of reasons. We have a, a relationship with the vendor here in town, one that goes back to this late 70s. Mm-hmm. So Chris and I have been friends. I know he's a good guy. I know he's when he brings oil to me, it's what he says it is, and it's not something else. And we also we are such good friends that I don't think we've ever had a battle. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've ever had a problem. I've never complained about his drivers or his billing. He's never called me up and said, you didn't pay your bills. We have just have that kind of a relationship. So uh, the oil is not doggone that important. The, the second part of, of this whole thing is, is that you might look at a Motocraft oil st- uh, door sticker, and it might be Kendall mm-hmm. or it might be Castrol. You just don't know what it is. But as long as the owner's manual and the oil cap tells you the weight, that's what you should stick with.
4: So you're saying that the brand is not as important as the weight.
1: The weight. Yeah. The weight is very important. Mm-hmm. All of the oils have a minimum standard. Yeah. So the synthetics are obviously the best because they provide the widest range. But real quick, let me, let me talk about the range. Okay. okay. Conventional oil turns to a, to a solid like butter mm-hmm. I mean or ice cream is a better thing mm-hmm. conventional oil turns to ice cream at maybe 10 below zero okay a semi synthetic moves the 10 to about 30 below zero and the full synthetic moves it to 50 below zero so why would anybody in Arizona be care about the low side yeah we would. They don't
4: it's more of the hot side or the high side
1: okay now, Wisconsin, North Dakota, South Dakota, they would care. Mm-hmm. So a synthetic would be what they'd put into their car. Okay. Yeah. The flip side of the coin is the hot side. Okay. The hot side is, is that conventional oil will turn to a tar. The technical word is oxidation. Okay. At about 260 to 300. Here's the bad news. Your motor's trashed before that or at that temperature. It'll right. never survive. Right then semi-synthetic takes you up to 350 degrees again the motor's dead Mm -hmm. then synthetic takes you to 500 degrees now you've seen the advertisement of mobile one in the frying pan right and at 500 degrees it still pours out who cares the motor is smoked so all of this marketing Mm -hmm. is just bs yeah the real thing about the 3 oils is the oil change interval How long will the additive package last? How long will the detergents and the viscosity improvers and all of the stuff that makes up a quarter, how long will that last?
4: Yeah, and I think sometimes we'll put the conventional oil in an older car, I wouldn't say a newer car, if it's leaking oil because you don't want a bunch of it leaking out. And sometimes that helps slow down the leak. Because it's not, it's a little thicker.
1: Let me just change it. We go from a multi-grade, okay. 1030, 1040, 2050, we go to a solid 30 weight mm-hmm. or a 40 weight yes. because we got an oil that's dripping. So 30 weight or 40 weight, 40 weight's more like peanut butter. Right. It'll still provide lubrication, but it'll change your oil leak a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, And if yeah. the motor's old, we'll usually put 30 or 40 weight in it. Right. We don't care what it called for. Because we're just going to put a heavier oil to just give you a little bit more pillow kind of mentality. Gotcha. So that's how it goes. 602 508 602 508 We'll be back right after this.
0: Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960, the Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt brought you in
1: partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Nancy Pelosi continues to play games with impeachment. When she
0: says it won't be fair, she's condemning him, too. Join us for our program.
1: Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com.
0: Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. I'll pick you up after school.
6: Okay, I
0: got
5: it. It's easy to take a day
4: for granted. You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down,
6: it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council.
4: My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch.
6: One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at Lunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council.
0: Patriot app tip number seven. Not only is the app the best place to listen to your favorite Patriot shows and podcasts, but look out for special contests, giveaways, and even scratch games right at your fingertips. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. You have questions. Let us be the answer. 960 The
1: Patriot. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Mark Salem, my wife, sitting here next to me. We've been in business since 1979 together. She's been subordinate to me since <laughs> Oh, na- <laughs> really? Okay. Come on. Um, in, in your defense, mm-hmm. um, you've handled the overwhelming majorities of calls. And you know sometimes that the men want to talk to another man? Uh, Absolutely.
4: At the counter, on the phone. Yeah. Even though, you know, women are better, but sometimes they still want to talk to a guy.
1: And how do you handle that?
4: I just usually ask them questions and get to what they're trying to ask and okay. then go from there
1: they don't, and you're unusual in the sense that together we've had 50 50 years of car repair not quite but 40
4: something yeah 40
1: okay 79 is 80 20 plus 20 yeah 40 okay fine fine <laughs> fine you're faster at math than i am get your calculator out <laughs> of your hand <laughs> so you're right though what'd you just do you just knocked your headphone off God Almighty, what's the matter laugh. with you?
4: You're making me laugh.
1: Okay, you got to put your mic up next to your there mouth. There you go. Okay. So you're laughing and your headphone falls off. Okay. <laughs> Maybe it's the air between your ears. Anyway, okay, okay, okay I'm stop. just teasing. So the guys and sometimes the ladies want to talk to a man.
4: Yeah, they do okay, yes. and
1: both you and Andy have tremendous experience right, uh, but there 's lots of women, for instance, at Blackwell Automotive mm-hmm. and harker 's Automotive, oh yeah, Ellen, you talk to Ellen and mm-hmm. and a, a thompson 's in Mesa if you talk to Ryan or Thelma, Thelma knows yeah, yeah. so it 's difficult to start the relationship off that way, yeah um, and but it it could be something as simple as um, are you comfortable talking about the tire rotation um, interval mm-hmm. i mean that's that 's yeah. kind of. Uh, a nice way to, and so.
4: Well, and a lot of the shops that we recommend are independent shops. I guess all of them are, all but them. a lot of them have a husband and wife working there, or a man and woman, or whatever, um, and they've been in business a long time. Yeah. Everybody has.
1: Okay, now so we have three oil change intervals. Okay, right. we have three thousand plus or minus. We have five thousand, six thousand plus or minus. And we have ten, eleven, twelve thousand miles. Okay, okay. How do we handle oil changes that used to be? Every other oil change when we did it at three thousand mile intervals
4: you mean how do we cha- do rotates
1: yeah, oh so okay. if a person runs nine thousand miles on their synthetic,
4: yeah. I mean, they just have to come in and get them rotated. For a rotation. Yeah,
1: Okay. Um, not too long ago, there was a, a lady came in and she says, you know, my husband wants you to line the car. And I said, why? And she says, I don't know. Mm-hmm. So we need to know if it pulls left or right. We sure. need to know if it's a tire wear issue. We need to know if there's a vibration, which an alignment never fixes. Mm-hmm. So the guys will come in and tell us to rota- or to uh, to do an alignment. But then th- in questioning both you and Andy and Ellen and, and Thelma, mm-hmm. you'll find out that it's an alignment pool, or sure. it's something that's not really what they are. So the guys will give us their diagnosis, and you have to go drill past that. Mm-hmm. Tell me what the symptoms are. Describe what we're trying to fix, stuff stuff like that. Sure. Women not only give you the symptoms, but they have the ability to say, I don't know, sure. where men don't. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's not too long ago, a, a shop owner was telling me about, the guy comes in, and he says that he wants to... Uh, uh, have an alignment, and why? It's because the tires have outside wear on the front. Mm-hmm. So the shop checks the alignment, and it's fine. So all the all the numbers are green. So they would be red or green. All the numbers are green. So somebody says to the customer, um, you know, we have the signs here of a, uh, the absence of rotation. Folks, the front tires, when you turn right, the right one lays kind of on the outer corner of the tread and when you turn left the left one does that so if the tires are left on the front too long the outside edges of both front tires will be worn obviously not Mm -hmm. negative not not in a dangerous way but just obviously you can
4: tell yeah
1: so somebody i think it was a lady said to him "Um, how often do you rotate your tires and he goes oh i do it all the time Mm -hmm. so the back tires have a nice square pattern the sidewalls to the tread is square the front ones have this rounded edge What do you do then?
4: Yeah, it's pretty obvious. They haven't rotated very often and and probably rotate them to the back,
1: obviously. And and that's what we suggested. Right. Maybe let's get the fronts off and put them on the back, give them a rest because the back tires just follow the front, so they don't lean left and lean right like Mm -hmm. the fronts do. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard, but we're looking, you know, you want to say, we're looking at your car. And you haven't rotated these tires in a long time. Right. But you're not going to pick a fight with him or the wife or whatever. You're not going to mm-hmm. do that. But that's that. That's why I've said, and you agree, that women are most likely to give you the symptoms. Yeah. Now, and
4: it's good for the person that is driving the car to bring it in if they can or get as much symptom. The other day we had Andy was at the counter and asking a gentleman, you know, questions. Well, obviously it was his wife's car or girlfriend's car. So or he, both. could be his so wife or gets, his girlfriend. no. Stop it! I'm going to kick you in the leg. <laughs> um, so he gets her on the phone to answer some of the questions that he couldn't answer, yeah. and, and that's always helpful to us. It it sends us in the right direction usually.
1: You, and if we're if we're talking to the right person, right? Uh, because it's we can get pretty close. Mm-hmm. We can get pretty close. We know at least is it a suspension problem, a steering problem, a transmission problem, an air conditioning problem. Um, I went to prayer breakfast. Prayer. Uh, what do they call that? Prayer something. It's not prayer, but yeah,
4: that's what you guys call
1: it. Prayer meeting. Yeah. That's what we call it. Okay. We meet at a garage. There's a whole bunch of us guys, mm-hmm. all hairy-chested, gray-haired guys, been around the block a couple of times, and we call it the prayer meeting. Okay.
4: Um, they're not all technicians or mechanics no, no. or anything. They're just friends. Business
1: yes. people. They're Big all business guys. Somebody's home garage. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead and we drink coffee with some kind of something in it. Okay. I don't know what it is, but <laughs> I don't is like the taste. What's wrong with you on yeah, Saturdays? Yeah. Yeah. No. So anyway, the funny story is is that um, Joe sends an email to everybody that says prayer meeting is at 7:30 at my house and he says we're going to start with the book of revelations. Yes. Now <laughs> you say to me cuz you read it and you goes the book of revelations is at the back of the Bible, the not the front the of the Bible. Right. Yeah. So he says he's going to start with the book of Revelations. Yes. Are you sure about that, that Revelations is at the back of the Bible.
4: Absolutely. Okay,
1: all right. I needed to make sure because I told everybody that and they all go, you better be right. Well, I don't know that to be factual, so I, I threw you under the bus. Okay. I said, that's what Renee said. That's okay. But it was funny because we all laughed at that because, Joe, if we're going to have a prayer meeting, quote prayer meeting, and we're all going to get together and you say well, we're going to start at the book of Revelations, it really shouldn't be the book of Revelations. No, it we should end there. There you go. So, Start during this period of time, yeah, during this period of time, we get off on this Bible tangent, <laughs> and then Dave finally says, let's move on to girls, or drinking, or flying in airplanes, or whatever.
4: No, you guys should stick to the Bible. That might help all of you.
1: Yeah, well, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> but anyway, that's the prayer meeting is what where Mark goes every okay. Saturday morning at, what is it, 7? Seven? Mm-hmm. 7 o'clock, mm-hmm. yeah. And we do have a lot of fun. now. Folks, uh, I'll tell you a funny story. Okay. I had a problem with Wells Fargo Bank. I couldn't get anything to happen here in town. They bounced a check. I'm the trustee of a trust, and we had just sold a condominium. And so they sent us a check, and then before we, we deposited it, it was already stopped. So we couldn't find anybody. And everybody elevated us. Send you to the next level. Nobody could get it. It was a simple question. Why? So I called a lady named Linda. I'm not going to give her last name, who's a big shot for them, in Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. And I says, can you help me? She says, yes, I can. So the next thing, I'm put in touch with a guy named Grant. I'm not going to give his last name. And he's in Des Moines, Iowa. And I say to him, you know, how are you going to be any different? He says, well, I, I work for the CEO. And I said, okay. So I said, this is a simple question. And he pulls it up on the screen. He already knows that I've been to seventeen, twenty people.
4: In two months later, it was just...
1: Yeah. Okay. This Don't give
4: I, me. Now you're getting my pennies. Yeah, get oh, forget. It. Forget it. I'm telling this story.
1: So I said, Grant, all I want you to do is tell me why. Right. He says, I can call you back in less than eight hours. And I said, that'd be fine. So he calls me back in four and he goes, Mark, that refund on the transfer of the ownership of the condominium of the deceased people that you're representing should have gone to the buyer, not to the seller. So you are the seller, and they were the buyer. So we stopped payment when we recognized our mistake, and we issued a check to the buyer. And I said, you know, Grant, that makes all the sense in the world. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I said, I am forever indebted to you, and I'm going to write your name on every bathroom wall that if you have a problem with Wells Fargo, call Grant. So I get this brilliant idea that I'm going to send him something that would mean a lot to him. So I get on the internet, and I buy a fireman's hat that's plastic and that costs nothing. (laughs) And then I find a magic wand, and this magic wand is about 14 inches long. There's a little button. You push the button, and it goes, just like a magic wand on TV, and it has a purple light at the end. So I buy that, and I put it in a box, and I'm going to send it to him. And the message is simple. You're the fireman. People come in and poop on your desk, and they expect you to fix it. Mm-hmm. So, with your magic wand and your fireman's hat, so I put a note on the outside because I'm thinking this got batteries in it. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I know they got security. So I write on it: This is my name, so my here's my phone number, and this goes to Grant Baird. And what's inside is a fireman's hat and a magic wand. You there's going to be his
4: last name, but okay. Did I? <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, they didn't know that.
1: <laughs> and so I said, there's three little hearing aid batteries in the magic wand, and I said, so here's my cell phone number. Call me if you have any. So the security people take it to his office, mm-hmm. and they put it on his office. And there's a bunch of them. They go, "This is for you." So he looks at it, and they're, they want him to open it up for whatever reason. So he opens it up, and it's fire. He puts the fireman hat, and then he turns and he pulls a little piece of plastic out, and he waves his magic wand. And he says, "Everything's okay." So I wait for a while, and nothing happens for three or four or five days. So I finally call him. I said, "If I made you, if I got you in trouble, I'm sorry. If." security got your thing and called the fire department and the bomb squad i'm sorry he says no on the contrary he says security brought it up and i opened it up and everybody was in hysterics he says everybody in this entire building has been to my office to see my fireman's hat and my magic wand Mm -hmm. since then you know i've bought hundreds of those (laughs) magic (laughs) wands and i took one to prayer this morning yeah and i walked over and I pulled my magic wand out, and I waved it over Joe's head, mm-hmm. <laughs> And I says, "Now you have a brain." And everybody went crazy. Uh, so then I walked around to each one of them, and I can't tell you some of the things I said to the rest of them.: I'm
4: sure I don't want to
1: know. <laughs> I'd get in trouble if I yes. did. But they thought it was hysterical. So, um, and then Tom, who was going to give a presentation to like a hundred people mm-hmm. that were firemen of this particular parts company that put out fires and took care of customers. I gave him the link to, I think he bought a hundred of them to give to every one of these firemen. It's a magic wand. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I've had, as you well know, I've had so much fun with those Way magic. Much fun I, have, with I have. I have. Magic wand. I've been giving them away. I have them in my truck. I've been giving away to people that are firemen, people that are responsible for putting out other people's fires, for handling other people's problems. For ha- is that
4: magic wand? Maybe I can use it on you.
1: You're not allowed to touch one. <laughs> and you're never going to see my magic wand, <laughs> I'm telling you. And it's not in my truck either. I've hidden it. Oh. But I, anyway.
4: I bet you gave it to somebody today. I
1: I did. I gave it to, um, I, oh, I gave it to Joe Del Rey. Oh, okay. I gave it to Joe. I, and, but anyway, it was a lot of fun. Um, I, Grant was fine with it. Mm-hmm. He said, and then he said to me something that just broke my heart. He said, I've been here 10 years. And this is the nicest anybody's done for me in 10 years. Wow. And you, what do you say to that? Yeah, you know That's You say, well, those guys are a bunch of stupid, and you don't say that, but I felt honored for him to say, "This is the nicest thing." Mm-hmm. So I'm going to send him another fireman's hat for his wife <laughs> <Another> <laughs> <You're> <laughs> magic crazy. wand. But aside from that, if you want the link for Amazon for the fireman's hat and the magic wand, mark at marksalem.com. I'll send you the link. I've never had so much fun with it, anything other than that magic wand. I know. Uh, you can imagine how much fun I've had. No matter where I go, I keep that. And then I wave it over I waved it over Dave's head and I said, Now you have a brain.
4: <laughs> Joe's No. Oh you gave one to
1: No I didn't give to one to Dave no, no, I meant I, a
4: brain to Dave yes, too. Yes, I gave oh, it, okay. a
1: brain to Dave. Okay. Anyway, um Mark at marksalem.com, dot com Mark at marksalem.com. dot com. If you have a car question, you can ask it. Um, symptoms is what I'm interested in, and if you'll leave me a phone number, I typically call you back, because I'm going to have more questions, and I don't really have the time to have this 20 email exchange. So, And I'm going to call you from a blocked number, and if you don't answer, which a lot of people don't, I'm going to leave a message and says, hey, this is Mark Salem. I'm calling you. Unfortunately, I'm in a block number, so I'll call you back in 15 or 20 or 30 minutes, and I'm going to do my best to do that. The guy said the other day you didn't call back in 30 minutes, and I said, I'm sorry, I just got tied up. So anyway, yes, I answer calls, but if it's an easy question and you want me to settle and you give me an A and a B option, I'll, I'll jump on the A and B option. So if you and your wife are arguing and one of you says A and one of you says B, um, whoever pays me the most, I'll uh, side with them. All righty, Mark at MarkSalem.com, thank you for spending your Saturday with me.